morning, Adam. Hello, Jack. Another day, another dollar, as they say, right? Just for you got to adjust for inflation. Oh, all right. I'm Jack Mancini, a partner in Maximum Value Partners. My partner's name, it's not a secret, it's Adam Sunhalter. And he and I have been together for 20 years, and we're business coaches. We coach small businesses defined as 1 to 25 employees, any industry. And we have a lot of fun doing it, and we've been doing it, as I say, for a long time, 20-plus years. And uh, we've had some good success. We developed some systems to determine when your company is basically in need of a coach. Would it work? Would you be coachable? We test that. We don't even start. Early on when we started, we we knew we could help almost anybody, or at least we thought we could. And we did, with the exception of all of a sudden, the first we couldn't help. Second, we couldn't help. There are a number of them that came to, not a lot of them, a few. But uh, some people aren't coachable, never will be. But So we get the ones that we want to coach, and we add common sense to their life. They have issues each day with uh, their, their business, and they rarely have anyone to talk to that makes sense and can take them from where they are to somewhere much more pleasant in the sense of having your business run. So along the way, we developed some systems, not computerized systems, a little bit, but you know, mostly simple stuff that you can grasp quickly. And we also, every week, we create a podcast for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. That's the name of this podcast. And we get our, our programs from our coaching. So we coach, let's say you're one of our clients. We're going to spend a half a day with you or a couple hours with you. And from that, we're going to end up with issues that concern you. And we talk through them and solve them and put you on a path to recovery on that one. Well, we'll pick and choose from those those uh, collaborations and, and we make a podcast out of it. And it's important to understand that... <clears throat> There's information available on every small business. There's there's nothing you can't find out. One of the biggest problems is trying to frame those questions. How do you frame them? How do you ask for them? That's like me with uh, computers and, and uh, technology. I can read it. I can look at it. I can pound it into my head. It doesn't stick. It doesn't relate. It's because I'm an old guy. And uh, I got a way of doing things that, Aren't, aren't compatible with uh, the way things are done for the most part. It's more taking the changes in our culture, in our population, and reconcile those. Things are done differently, they all say today. The COVID certainly uh, propelled that along. It's a new world out there, organizationally especially. It's exciting. And there are new ways to do things, and it's going to continue. So we're right at the forefront of that. We love to coach small businesses. We have fun doing it. Adam and I have owned, operated, audited, bought, sold, helped people do all that stuff. We're experts in the field. And we'd uh, 
We'd love you to, to fire a question if you have one that you want once you hear us and get to know us. Uh, we would like that very much. So, Adam, I'm rambling. Uh, so I'm going to pass it <laughs> off to you. You aren't the rambler. All right. Well, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode 356 of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. As Jack said, we've been together coaching for 20 years. We've been doing this show now. It's going on seven years, Jack, every week. And um, we have a lot of fun talking about topics that are relevant day in and day out. That's the word we're going to talk about today. Relevancy. How do I how do I stay relevant? And uh, that might seem like a strange question to be asking a small business owner, but this is particular one of the areas that Jack and I have focused on in our 20 years together is helping with business transitions mm -hmm. and whether that be family related transitions or not family, but just to go from being the owner of the business. So folks who are on the outside will often be confused why an owner after running a company for several years or several decades has trouble stepping back and either selling or transitioning their business to the next generation of ownership. <clears throat> you know, we have found that, you know, trying to figure out what the next phase of their life looks like is one of the biggest items holding them back. You know, if you try to think about that, you know, being the man or the woman, you know, who's in charge for so long, how do you start to, how do you start to replace that? And, it's often not even articulated this way, but as we, you know, we're bringing up this, this word relevancy, they really kind of poke and prod and try to push some of those owners in terms of why they're delaying on stepping away from the business. That relevancy question, that, that, that relevancy word is a big part for it. So if we use a couple examples here, Jack, so we just had recently one of the all-time greats in football, Michigan graduate, Tom Brady, retired again for the second time at age 45, 46 years old, well beyond what most people do. And people are often wondering, like, when's it enough, right? 23, like, why not step away? Or you just recently had another um, local favorite here in the Cleveland area, LeBron James just passed uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the scoring lead right, in terms of all-time scoring lead. And he's been playing for 20 years at a, at a very, very high level. And you start to wonder, well, when's it enough? Like, why can't why can't these guys step away from what's going on? And you know what? It's it's tough when you're at that level when things are going really really well. In, in their case, they're the they're the man, right? I mean, Tom Brady is the man when it comes to football. LeBron's been the man you know, in terms of basketball for a long time. It's hard to give that up. Now, our small yes, it is. Yeah. Now, our small business owners, Jack, might not be as famous as Tom Brady or 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 LeBron James, but it's every bit as real in terms of okay. So, what are they going to do afterwards? And so you see now a lot of those those professional athletes will be developing things while they're athletes. So LeBron's involved in a lot of production stuff in terms of entertainment, movies, TVs, a bunch of other businesses he's involved in. I think people, if you know about Tom Brady at all, he's involved, you know, obviously his fitness empire, the things he's kind of doing, his TB12 stuff. So they're, they're trying to figure out how do they stay relevant beyond being on the field or being on the court. And it's a good model to kind of look at, Jack, in terms of what they're doing, they, you know, the, the they're playing their sport, but at the same time, they're also building for their for their post-athletic career. Well, as we know, most owners, Jack, are not spending time building for their post-running-the-company uh, post career. Whether I use the word retirement or not, that's the right word to use. But what does that look like? And so what we found is it's a big deal because if I don't have relevancy, just, just kind of step away and 
you know, go to the beach or go to the golf course. So if you start to kind of think through some of those things, you know, what does that really start to look like? How, how do you want to be relevant? Because it's very apparent how relevant you are when you come into your, your small business every day, Jack. People know who you are. People have questions for you. you you're making decisions <clears throat> on what's kind of going on. It can be, it can be very, very intoxicating to have that going on day in and day out. And if you don't have it, you've had it for, again, years or decades, what do you do to fill that up? How do you replace that? No, you, you don't. I mean, you, you have, it's, it's a great difficulty. I can say that from experience to make a, a, a transitional change. Now, how do you do it? You're all of a sudden, you're in an area, a point in life that basically you have little or no experience in doing. Now, to transfer a company, to transfer the ownership of a company is not an easy task. That's one part of it. The other part of it is is uh, the identity that you have and, and you're, you're consumed by your business for years for the most part. And to transfer that over to somebody else, jettisoning you out of the company is is a dramatic, difficult situation. Your social life is built around a big part of the company for the most part, and you identify that with with the with the company itself. But what is res- uh, relevance? What does that mean? What does that even mean? Uh, I bet you got an answer for us, Jack. Geez, I do. I do. All right. No, it it really means that you're experienced in something and needed. Something being the goings-ons in the company that you own and you're you're going to be transferring. But the key is relevance is need. If and and it's more so heavily weighted in your in your mind versus the person you're getting it to. They can look at it a little more objectively. So yes, relevance, to be relevant and to lose that. How do you keep that? We don't want you to lose it. We want you to see you stay relevant, but what? What what do you what do you feel your need is and what do you supply in terms of needs to that business? And to the degree that's a full answer with a lot of stuff, you're very relevant. How do you stay that way? By trying to keep up? By trying to to put yourself in a position that that allows changes, allows inputs, allows activity around the company that's that's being sold to unload it, and then what? How do you stay relevant? It's got to be relevant to what? That's a tough question to answer, but that's the answer that you got to come up with. Well, if we try to keep it simple, I was looking for the dictionary to see if they had any any helpful words. But you know, you talk about things like being being pertinent. You know, it's a big deal. I, I guess to me, it's it's a simple way I can think about it, Jack. Is you feel needed, right? Uh, you need it. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's I guess again, it's obvious how you're needed pretty much when it comes to your small business. There's lots of ways you're needed day in and day out. It might change day in and day out, but there's certainly that feel for, hey, I'm needed here. And it can be tough. Often the, uh, when we go through some of these transitions, often that, that current generation is feeling like they're getting, they're kind of getting shooed along, right? Getting kind of get, getting kind of pushed away. And so wait a minute, I'm still, I'm still relevant here, but understanding that your relevancy 
as well as the business is only going to last for so long. You're, you're, you're talking as part of the opening ramblings you were saying, Jack, here in terms of just how technology has changed. All right, technology, you know, in the way business is done is very different than it was 50 years ago. Now, a lot of the basics are still there. A lot of the principles and things that we talk about and teach are still, are, are still the same as they were 50 years ago, but how it's done. All the technology that, that, that exists. So in order to stay relevant in your small business, one of the things you have to do is you have to stay up with technology to a certain extent. Right. And that's, you know, so if all of a sudden you're going to say, hey, I remember when I was interning, my summer internship was, was, was with a stockbroker and his first day on the market was October of 1987. It was Black Monday was his first day. And so this is in the mid 90s. I was doing this. So he's made, he's made eight years in his career. He was, he was maybe 30 years old, early 30s. And Jack, this is in 1995 19, or actually 94. He didn't want to use a computer. In 94, okay. And he's a young guy. He was like, it's like 30s, right? And I said, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of crazy. Go, you know, Steve, you, you got to use it. Oh, yeah, I don't need computers. I got the TV there doing that. I'm like, okay. Now he's since gone on and he got out of being a broker. Now he's now an art dealer. You know, he's doing stuff. He actually uses some technology. He uses email. He, he's, I think, since changed his tune a little bit. Um, he's now in his, he's now in his 50s, you know, doing stuff. But he's, you know, but, Technology is part of that, right? Just in terms of just what you do day in and day out. And if you look at how your business has gone, if, if you're in this position now, you've, you've run your company for, for 20, 30 years. If you look at the way things were done when you first started versus how things are done today, it's probably very, very different. Until you sit back and think about all the changes that, that have gone on. So part of that, that being needed or being relevant is keeping up to a certain extent with how things are. And that can be tiring. Because things, you know, it's just as you're trying to get things figured out, Something else changes, right? Also, there's a new thing to kind of come out, and and you add people that have expertise. But but again, mm -hmm. if you're that owner, you know part of that is kind of staying is, is staying relevant. But if I come back to the the discussion or the the, the comparison about some of our you know the, these big pro athletes and the and the idea of what they're doing to prepare afterwards, that's part of what we're talking about. That's one of the first places we start when we come into a situation where we're talking about a transition. One of the first questions we ask is, okay, well, hey, hey, mom or dad. What are you doing next? We start there because we know. We know it's unlikely we're going to get a very defined answer. Maybe one in 10 times we, we get a pretty that's, well. It's a that's probably period. right. Yeah, right. that's probably a good percentage. And it's often something that much like, again, as we're explaining with, you know, LeBron and Brady here in terms of things that they're working on, you know, on the side, but they're working alongside that. So when you see somebody doing those kind of things, so. Some of the more popular things people talk about, Jack, you know, you know, or if they don't plan it, one of the, the biggest fears and things, I, mean, I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not before, but I'll bring it up today, are the Romeo groups. Romeo Boy, groups, right? I haven't heard that for a few years. So um, even if you don't know what these are, I can almost guarantee you've seen a Romeo group. Okay. So Romeo is an acronym. Retired old men eating out. Okay, Romeo. And so if you stop by your local coffee shop or McDonald's on a weekday morning, you're likely going to see a folks, or, or, you know, like a table full of folks just sipping away coffee and, and chatting about everything from the news of the day to perhaps some of the good old day stuff that's going on, right? If you maybe go out at lunchtime, you might see um, some folks at a at a big lunch place or Maybe in the early afternoon, maybe you go to your local watering hole or local golf course. 
you might see some of these folks out there. And and to the to the great unwashed Jack, they're living the dream, right? They got no responsibilities. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. It's fantastic. You know, it's it's the it's the the lie that's been sold to everybody about retirement, how wonderful retirement is. Just sitting around doing nothing, just waiting, right? That's and some days that can seem very attractive, Jack, can it? You know, just like, you know what? Sure. We step away from everything, just okay. But after a few days, a few weeks maybe a few months, you start to realize it's not, not what it's all kind of cracked up to be. So, so if, if you've seen those Romeo groups and go, Hey, okay, now I know what they're called. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that. Okay. It's okay. So, so what do you do instead? How, how about volunteering, Jack? Volunteering is, you know, that's kind of a big, kind of a big thing. And, you know, I've been actively involved in a lot of volunteering stuff over time. And it's something I, that I've been doing along with my day-to-day working of stuff. Right. And, it's one of those things, though, if you haven't done any volunteering, like, hey, I'm waiting till I retire to volunteer. Okay, well, is that likely to happen? But it's a great place to stay relevant because there's a lot of needs out there. So depending what, if you've been involved with some things, well, maybe you want to do, you know, like for me, I've been involved in Rotary for almost 20 years now. And if I wanted to get more involved in Rotary, Jack, I can make Rotary my, my full-time job. There are opportunities that are there, either within just the structure itself in terms of how, Rotary's organized in terms of, you know, things going on or just things to do, people who need help, right? So I could, I could probably dedicate full time. And, and a lot of folks do, I, you know, I see a lot of folks who are these retirees that they get tremendous fulfillment from this and really, and, and really enjoy it. I see other folks where they thought they were going to really enjoy it, but it's not quite everything that it was cracked up to be, or it, it seems more like having a job again, right? Except I'm not getting paid for it. So I have, I have the headaches of having, having a job or doing stuff, but I'm like, okay, so all of a sudden it starts to kind of bounce up. So, Start to test those things out. So if you're doing some volunteering stuff, maybe kind of test it out, you know, and see what works for you. Like my dad has been very involved with a group called SCORE, you know, and SCORE, I forget, it's the retired executives. Basically, they, they they do kind of free coaching for folks, okay? And it's given him a great opportunity to share his decades of experience and knowledge that he has with other small business owners. And so for him, it's been very, very rewarding and satisfying. Now he's, he's talked about how, you know, it's, 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 it's gotten a little busier than he'd planned initially, but it, it's not necessarily in a bad way. Right. But it's, it's, that's led to other things for him. And, but he's, but he's always done that. He's always, that was part of who he was. You know, he was, he was volunteering while he's working you know, it wasn't something he just started to volunteer all of a sudden now that, now that he sold his business, but he's one of the more, what I call more of the success stories. Whereas a lot of folks, again, they're either, they keep delaying it. Or they they try things that 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 don't necessarily add up. So that that, that volunteering is one that maybe the people try to check out, Jack. Um, how about the family? How about the family side of stuff? Well, you got short and long term considerations there. You know the hey, this is new and wonderful. I can golf and and we can take long weekends and you know those those things. You you run out of fun on those after uh, six months. <laughs> You know, some guys, uh, some of your friends, uh, you know, won't have the same schedule you have uh, relative to scheduling golf and scheduling, you know, different things. Uh, it, it can become difficult because you have to learn something new at an age where learning things new 
isn't too much fun, you know? It's that younger exploratory. It's a generational thing, big time. Right. I mean, the way we're talking about small businesses. Um, you know, being relative, rele- relevant and staying that way is not an easy thing. Some people take to the retirement and love it and, and do fall. You know, they're, they're the exceptions. They're, they're not what we're talking about. We're talking about the average person who all of a sudden, next Monday, he has nowhere to report for work. Now he's got to carve out a new life at whatever age, 65, whatever. So, yes, staying relevant. You, you get big interest in, in uh, community activities that basically uh, provide a coming together of people of like-mindedness. Uh, maybe get some friends later in, in life, and that's fine. But it's not an easy task, and you should be thinking about it, planning for it to the degree you can. I think it's it's pretty helpful to start to think about if you really like running your your business, to start thinking about what it what it is about running your business that you enjoy. You know, it could be something as simple like you were mentioning, Jack, of having a a place to go every day. I remember, you know, when, when we first started out, we used to meet at a, a local uh, uh, community college here. And the, the owner of the building there was a pretty well-known person. And uh, he was in his 90s. And every day we, we were there, we would see him, you know, he'd be, his driver would pull in. I think he was driving a, a Rolls Royce, right? He was, he, this guy had done very well for himself. He would drive in, park at about 10 o'clock in the morning. It would take him 20 minutes to get from the back of his Rolls Royce using his walker to walk up the stairs or walk up the ramp to get in the building to do who knows what. And a couple hours later, come back down. Right. So here he is in his nineties. That's what he was doing. Cause that's what he, that's what he'd been doing for decades. Right. I get up, got the newspaper underneath my arm. I go in and, you know, he, he, he had a routine of kind of stuff to do. So what do you, when you look at your business, what stuff do you enjoy? And it could be something Again, like I said, it could be just having that, you know, a place to go every day. That might be what you're, what you need and are looking for. So you need, you need to figure out, well, what do I do? When I get up every morning, you know, I like to have something that I'm, you know, that I'm focused on. It might be things like just the people side of stuff. You know, the the, the employees, the customers, the vendors. You, you might be wired that way, where you're saying, "Hey, I need my people time." And if I don't have work, like who, you know, I love my spouse or or you know, my neighbors are great, but you know, I, I need. I need other people that I need to be talking to, right? Um, so you might need to find ways to replace those interactions with other people. So again, getting involved in different different community type things, or again, but it's it's helping understand what 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 makes you kind of go, because these are going to be things that you aren't necessarily maybe you aren't necessarily doing them to make money per se. You're doing it because you're you're trying to to share what you have. You have skills and experience. A big part of that staying relevant, Jack, I think, is you want to be able to share that that experience that you have. And one of the things I've been, you know, always frustrated with is you look at folks and they become 60, 70 years old, all of a sudden they, they almost get kind of tossed aside. Say, wait a minute. You've got decades of knowledge and experience and that's this being kind of cast aside. And it's a tremendously underutilized asset that that exists that most people aren't aren't tapping into. And people aren't necessarily talking about it. Because again, it seems like, hey, you made it. Congratulations! You you made it to the finish line. It's like okay, well, well now what? This is it. Yeah, and, and people aren't talking about it. Because again, keep in mind that the show is called "Dirty Secrets of Small Business" because there's a lot of dirty secrets out there people aren't talking about. 
Yeah, I just went to retire. Good, good point. Good point, Adam. I just went to a retirement party this past weekend, Jack, for for one of my, my wife's relatives. And it's actually his second retirement party because he had two different jobs he was doing. And uh, my father, I was talking about, like, so, so what are you doing now? Like, you're you going to get out of town for a bit? Or, you know, again, just, you know, what, you know what's happening? And the guy's like, well, I just wanted to kind of get to the get to the finish line and then we kind of figure things out. I can't wait to see him this summer to see how he's doing. Because, you know, six months into it, my guess is he's not going to be, he isn't a good guy to kind of just sit around and not do anything, you know? But he's thinking, he's talking about, hey, I'm going to go golf. I, I, I can kind of golf all, okay. Yeah, okay, great. But he's 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 in his mid-60s. He's probably not going to get much better at golf, Jack. Even if he plays more, playing more isn't necessarily going to miss him. That doesn't, yeah, he just reinforced the bad habits. So it, uh, yeah, so yeah. he'll spend more time with, with his wife. Okay. Well, is that what she wants? She's got a way of doing things. A lot of a lot of new ventures. That's that's what it is. And we we know how it is when you you know get get clients that can't express themselves too well, which it's not an easy thing to do. So all of a sudden they're thrust into a situation where they got to think and act differently and communicate differently. A lot of changes. A lot of changes that are annoying changes. Yeah, you got a nice routine, nice company, nice whatever. It's your your business, and you you got it set up the way you want it. You know this little thing over here. This is how we do stuff, and and all of a sudden you don't have that anymore. So how do you take your time up? What do you do with it? <laughs> a lot of people have difficulty, and and uh, I understand why. Well, I lost I lost count years ago, Jack. How many of our clients? at some point mentioned, Hey, when I sell, I want to, I want to join you guys and do what you guys are doing. I want to coach owners and they want to help. And it's, you know, it's, we understand that it's tremendously satisfying to be able to share knowledge and experience and see somebody, you know, grow and help them out. And so we, we love doing it. Right. So we, we can understand why somebody would see that as being, being a very attractive thing to kind of do. And we see that a lot, Jack, you know, where folks, they, they sell and they, they get involved in something else. They get involved in another business or setting up a nonprofit, which is just like having another business, right? I mean, you know, same principles kind of. Right. That's right. And people don't, don't understand why, right? So you know, we, we've joked a few times in the show here about how you're really bad at retiring. You tried retiring twice, right? You tried, <laughs> you tried it. So it's not, it's not like you're just, you know, you've tried taking that time off. You tried, you've tried, you know, and you, you lasted a year each time, you know, in terms of kind of, but things happen, you, you know, opportunities present themselves where, you, you know, you, you get interested and you find ways to, to be relevant and participate and, and, and add value and learn stuff and, 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 and have fun, you know? And so it's, it's a, it's that's a common a, challenge. That's how we, that's how we view it. And, you know, we know we got a lot of company just by the sheer number of people that we talk to uh, who own businesses and yes, yeah, staying relevant it takes the effort takes effort uh, by exploring new things in many cases, unless you're one of these guys who has uh, hobbies and established interests and the like, and he, you will be transferring your skills, your whole body being to that new venture. And that's okay. I mean, it, it's okay. There's no, no little, uh, order blank that you can use to get something called retirement all boxed up for you 
It's something you got to explore if you stay active. And that doesn't mean just uh, <clears throat> doing yoga. But if you stay active and engaged, you can help people out a lot. You can start that with volunteering or you can, you know, start a new company, start a new business, become a mentor like uh, John Sunholder, Adam's dad. And uh, yes, life is good. Retirement is not easy, but retirement is good. So there's just a lot to give back and enjoy. And you aren't going to understand the world's uh, secrets. You don't have time enough. We don't live long enough to know. So we pick and choose a couple of things, and hopefully it's going to turn out the right way. Well, I think a key part of our message today, though, Jack, is to make sure you start doing it now. Start right. testing these things out, right? So, again, if, if you think you're one of those guys, it's going to be great just kind of whether it be traveling or, you know, head from forbid, Jack, sitting around watching daytime TV. That's almost enough to, to force anybody out of retirement, right? But maybe that, that, yeah, that's for you. So if you like to travel, well, when's the last time you traveled a lot? You know, if you haven't traveled in a while, why don't you plan a trip? You know, plan a two-week trip, three-week trip, and kind of go and, and go see how it is. Is it what you imagined? Is it better than you imagined? Is it a pain in the butinsky? You know, you know, how does it kind of work out? You know, so so try some say if you truly want to just go away, hey, I'd love to just check out Jack and have nobody bothering me. Okay, you know what? You can you can find places like that. So I I I I dare you. Take a dare. I dare you to try to take two weeks off, two weeks away. Don't bring your devices. Don't respond to email. Again, don't don't work. Can you do it for two weeks? No. Can you do it for a week? Right. What do you What do you do to fill your time? You know. So, our message to you is try some of these things now because if you don't figure out how you're going to be relevant after you leave the business, chances of you leaving the business before you're in a pine box are pretty slim. That's not to say a bad thing either, but again, let's not pretend otherwise, right? If you can't find something else to do, okay, then you have to find how do you maintain relevancy in that business, get the business, you know, business going. So you all of a sudden are, are not in the way. You might scare away or chase away good people who could be the next generation of ownership because they aren't sure what you're going to do next. But from our standpoint, it's one of the biggest items we see in terms of figuring out what the next generation is going to do next to get them uh, to get them help moving on. And if you don't have something that's going to keep you relevant, and everybody has to kind of define your point, Jack, we all have to define what that looks like for us. And we wanted to cover today just some of those avenues that we know people have tried. And unfortunately, most folks are less than excited or less than satisfied after they do step away. They miss it. You know, just like those pro athletes miss being on the field, Jack, you know. But if they're actively engaged in some new things, that helps to quell, you know, that that pain a little bit. And you can talk more fondly about the, those good old days. Remember when we did this? We're okay, yeah, great. But right now, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now too. And so, don't believe the hype that just getting away from it all and having nothing to do is a wonderful place to be because it can be, it can be, it can be kind of miserable, right? And, yes, it, it sure can. And I'll finish with a story I think I may have told you before. It's one of my fellow Rotarians told me he was he was a Navy guy and uh, during the Korean War time frame. So he's, he's in his 80s now. But he talked about, and for those of you who don't know, if you join the military or in the U.S., you, 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 you spend 20 years active duty, you can retire after 20 years. 
So to do the math, right, you sign up at 18 years old, at 38 years old, Jack, you can retire. And you've got nice pension and benefits and all that kind of good stuff. And my buddy Warren talked about three guys that he knew that were all gunners. You know, these big ships, these guys are charge of the big guns and the big ships, you know. And that's a pretty big job when it comes to the Navy. As you get out in the real world, though, outside of the military, there isn't much use for a guy that's controlling these big guns, right? That's, a, you know, it's not, that's not, a, not a big need necessarily, right? And he mentioned that he had three, three of these guys that, that he knew that, that, that all retired at 38 years old, Jack. And they kind of retired to the back porch to sit on the rocking chairs. And he said, you know what? All three of those guys, two years later, they're all dead. Coincidence. He said, he said to me, he goes, yeah, he goes, no, he goes, you got to retire to something. If you're not retiring to something, you're going to be dead in a couple of years too. That was the message he took. You know, again, he was a young guy when he saw this, he goes, but it stuck with him for his life. And he passed on to me 15 years ago and stuck with me. And cause I've seen it, you know, I, I, you know, we've seen, especially in the small business world. Okay. If you don't know what you're doing next, it's tough. And you know, the beauty of this is when you own a small business, Jack, you aren't, you aren't stuck with the rules of big corporate America where they, they force you to retire at a certain age, right? Where they, they, they can kind of force you out when you own the business, you can do, do whatever the heck you want. Right. So if you want to stick around and until nobody's going to stop you. Right. So you have that, you have that ability, but it may not be what you want to do or necessarily the right thing to do for the business. But yeah, keep that in mind. You got to retire to something. So you've retired a couple of times. You've, you've always retired to something else, Jack. Mm -hmm. Right. Your latest one's been, you know, 20 years as part of MVP. That was your latest retirement, right? <laughs> that's, 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 right. that's a, that's a pretty good 20 year run. Okay. And there's also obviously the, the, the that you've been involved with. That's 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 kind of stuff that, that we're talking about. So give it some real thoughts. So again, the, the show today is designed for those of you that are, again, you're thinking about it, this whole idea of transitioning, exiting. You've got your advisors on the outside telling, hey, hey, you got you to start thinking about this stuff. You know, what's kind of going on? And it's, it's good advice, but coming down to the core of it, if you don't know what you're going to do next to stay relevant, it's not going to go very far. But yeah, once, right. once you do, Jack, we've seen that now accelerate tremendously because you can't wait to get out because you're excited about what's going next. So you're going to help transition quicker. And that's that works well in so many situations, but it's it doesn't all, it, it doesn't happen very often. And so that's what we wanted to encourage with today's show to, to shine a little bit of light on this challenge that that we see of maintaining your relevance, not only inside your business, but also as you exit and move on to your next thing. Okay. All right. So that's what we got for you today. We appreciate you listening as always. As I mentioned, this is episode 356. So we've got 355 other episodes that, much like today's show, stand the test of time because they're they're tried and true principles of, of owning, running, and growing your small business. If you like what you heard today, you can get all of those prior episodes either at our website, which is dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you go there, you'll see there's a episodes button you click on that you can search forever the topic or or question you've got it'll feed back to you whatever shows we've done that kind of touch on that topic like jack mentioned earlier on if you have some questions that aren't answered like that 
feel free to reach out to us directly. You can do that through email at radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call, 330-849-0670. And we'd be happy to either answer the question for you directly like, or we can do it like we did today and create a show because chances are, if you have that question, somebody else does as well. And they'll be happy you ask the question to give us a chance to be able to answer it and be able to address that. If you prefer to listen on your favorite podcast player, you can find us there as well, whether it be Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and you can subscribe to the show. We typically drop a new episode every Thursday, so that will be built right to your smart device, and you get all the old episodes there as well. So that's our show for you this week. Appreciate you listening, and we'll talk with you all next week. Bye-bye.